Podcast. I'm your host, DeAsia. And I'm Stephanie. This podcast was created to provide a safe space and have healthy conversations where we expose you to our friendship of 16 years and we balance motherhood, friendships, and becoming entrepreneurs. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. All right. All right. Welcome to the first episode of Truth Be Told Podcast. I'm your girl, Stephanie. And I'm DeAsia. All right. So we're going to get straight to it. We're going to start with an icebreaker, tell you a little bit about ourselves. Did you want to start? No, I'm going to let you start. <laughs> Wait, first of all, let me just say, I can't believe that we actually doing this. Let me tell y'all, this has been months in months, the work. y'all. Like, this is crazy. Y'all don't know. It can take a lot to set this up, but we are really excited to bring you guys some really good content. Um, we're going to get into who we are. Our mission of our podcast, again, is called Truth Be Told, because we want to walk in our truth, tell our truth, share share our experiences, and hopefully you guys be able to relate. So just stay tuned. It's about to get juicy. Let's go. All right. So I'm Stephanie. I'm 28. I'm a mom, full-time worker. Um, Something about myself. Okay, let's see. I feel like I'm quite simple. Uh I watch anime, I play video games. Um, I have a one-year-old daughter. Dang. Like, it sounds crazy when people ask you like to describe yourself or like talk about yourself, you don't know what to say. Because it's like, damn, who am I? Mm. You know, like, yeah. I don't know, do you ever feel like that? Like, I, you yeah, don't know I, how to describe yourself, but you know yourself, like? Absolutely. And then sometimes it's very awkward when you're introducing yourself. But just to piggyback off that, let me introduce myself as well. I am DeAsia. I am 29 years old. <laughs> I have a six-year-old daughter. So I've been in the game for a minute <laughs> like, <listen, laughs> when it comes to this point. parenting. And it is not easy at all. Let me see. Something about myself. I know. See? Ah, I'm, I'm very... It's like putting yourself on the spot. Like, I know. And it ain't even no audience. And you want to sound interesting. You like, damn. Like, yeah. And it's just us, and we know each other, but okay, for you guys that don't know me, um, I'm very outgoing. Um, I like to travel. Uh, I'm not that this interesting. Be the, this be the zoom in. Or- All right. Yeah, I'm not that interesting. Okay, let's talk about how we met there. So, we met when we were 12? 12 years old. Damn. That's crazy. We yeah, middle school. Years. Middle school. Okay, so let's talk about the first time we met and the first thought we thought about. Like, I know that we always talk about it, like what was going through your head at 12 years old, but like for me, so I transferred from all black school to a very much uh, Tom side school. And, <laughs> and it was a huge difference, you know, like it's a huge different atmosphere. So, I remember they had you line up in our middle school from door to door based on your grade. So they had fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we was at the seventh grade door. Super weird. Seventh grade door, yeah. Yep. And she had this book bag on and she kept turning around. Wait, you remember what I had on? You had this, I know you had a book bag on and you had your hair parted. Parted down what? Sideways, you had a side part. Always got a side part. You had a side part. And you that's had a side part. You had a side part. And I remember everybody was walking around. They was talking, you know, like, "Oh, how was your summer?" And we just like, "I don't know nobody." So yes. I'm just standing there. 
I saw this black girl. She was like maybe like a couple like feet like in front of me, and I was behind. And she kept turning around, and we kept making eye contact. Eye contact. And at first, I was like, she's trying to fight or something? Like, why she keep staring at me? And then I was just like, she the only black person I see. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, it's inevitable. Did I walk up to you? I walked up to you. She walked up to me first. What did I say? I feel like I don't even know what I said. I really like, don't remember what she said, but I'll also say for me, um, I had came from an all-black school as well in Detroit. Um, we went to, it was kind of like a culture shock, seeing different kids there. I really do not remember what she said, but my first instinct too was like, oh, another black girl. <laughs> um, listen, all I know is when she walked up to me, we started talking and we made an agreement and was like, we're going to be friends and we're going to meet each other at lunch. Cause we seen that we did not have any classes together. Play, play from and day one. And when it was time for lunch, I forgot about her. Yeah, so like, <laughs> listen, let me tell you. So we get to lunch or whatever. We planned on linking up and all this whoop-de-whoop. This girl done already made friends. Indeed. I told and y'all, I'm a social butterfly. So she was sitting there me, with something. I be talking. She was sitting there with a couple girls. <laughs> and I'm going to just tell y'all this right now. I don't know what it is. And, like, I know a lot of people say this. Like, oh, I don't get along with females. Like, I don't think it's the fact that I don't get along with other females. You know, because people always try to misconstrue that to be like, oh, you said you want to get along with dudes because you a hoe. No, not at all. Not at all. I think it was just, I feel like people get intimidated, you know, and I don't know if it's just like my facial expressions. Because honestly, like, I really am a sweetheart, but I feel like a lot of people get a different vibe for me. You know, like, I don't know the vibe that I'm giving off, but for me, I feel like I'm, I'm looking like an angel and maybe I don't. Wait, can I cut you off real quick? Yeah, please. So, so again, that's why I want to say that the mission of our, our podcast is to just uh, speak our truth because I'm sure that some of you guys have went through the same experiences uh, with probably friendships. bad friendships, uh, friends where things have not worked out, um, friends that have turned on you or just honestly walking in the room and feeling like people don't like you or have or no just valid done, reason. Or just got done talking about you. Or like, just got done talking about you. I don't know you. if anybody ever felt like that. Like if you ever walked into a room and it gets quiet or everybody just starts staring at you. It's like you kind of like put it two and two together like, okay, well maybe I was just, you know, when they always say like, oh, if your eye itch or if, mm -hmm. you know, means different things, somebody's talking about you. But like, I feel like the biggest question that a lot of people probably want to know about us is how do we stay friends for so long because we our friendship was never like an easy thing you know i don't feel like any relationship is easy and it's I'm, not and i feel like that's why we always talk about it's not. intentional so the agent brought up a good point the other day like the, we always talk about this stuff about, yeah we talk on the phone a lot, a lot. <laughs> we've been very intentional about our friendship this is how we got here to this moment no seriously because first of all can i just say you got to put in the work Y'all have to put in the work with your friendships. It, you just like your relationships. It is a relationship. Right. Like, the same effort you put into your relationship with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your significant other, your husband, man. wife, you got to put the same effort within your friendships because if they, these are the people that you want in your life, these are the people that you are evolving with or growing with, then you have to maintain a friendship. You have to give it the same energy, the same attention, you know, and maintenance just like you would any relationship. Absolutely. Like, I feel like that it always boils down to intentions. Like Deja always talked about intentional friendships, and at one point I didn't understand what she was, you know, what she meant by that. But like when you start dissecting 
your associates, between your friends, Ooh. you sh you see the huge difference between why this person is only an associate. If y'all at home, snap right now. I'm just that saying, like, you you figure it out yourself. Like, you just the whole thing. We keep trying to have people tell us who they are. We don't need you to tell me who you are. You gonna show me who you are. I don't need to hear you because everybody's always gonna gaslight themselves and make themselves seem better than what they are. And not only showing, you have to tell people what it is that you need out of a friendship. Yes. That's why I said you have to be intentional. Like, I asked her, like I said, we talk on the phone a lot, what's some of her love languages. For me personally, one of my love languages is quality time. If I don't spend enough time with you, I'm going to feel neglected. I'm going to feel abandoned. And that goes to, you know, some of my childhood trauma things that I went through, which we're not going to speak on that. We're going to say that for another episode. But we're definitely going to get deep into who we are, what we represent. And I hope that this first episode definitely brings you guys some clarity on what friendship is. And I would love to know, what is friendship to you guys? And Drop it in the comments, y'all. Like, drop it, send us a DM. Like, what we want to get to know you guys. Yeah, like, what does it mean to be a good friend to you? Like, I feel like yes. we ask this question a lot because the term yeah, best friend, sister, you know, like, I feel like these terms get used so loosely Ooh. that it loosely and yeah it loses its meaning like it loses the value because <laughs> everybody want to do a hashtag that's my best friend that's my sis that's my sis just because you, you know her just, know her just because you, you know, her, know her does not mean that you like would you be there for her can she call on you can you call on her type stuff like when i need some money am i able to call you when i need a friend to pray for me are you going to be there when i Baby. need a friend to make me laugh are you going to be there if my car break down today are you going to be there to pick me up what does a friendship look like to you it's not just taking pictures. It's not just having somebody to travel with. It's not just being on Jinx. social media. Jinx, for sure. Jinx. It's not just having somebody to travel with and just, you know, posting up saying, this is my best friend or, you know, seeing what it looks like on okay. social media. Pictures don't mean who shit. Is your, who, first of all, who is your real friend behind closed doors? Who is your friend when you're not on social Who's media? Who's defending you behind closed doors? Ooh, that part oh, too. That's, who is defending that's, you? That's the one. That's that's honestly the difference between a friend and an associate. That's a good one. Is if I'm not around to defend myself and somebody has something to say about me or Absolutely. somebody whatever, I need to know that I can tr put trust in you mm. to defend me and my Loyalty. character. If you know me like you say you know me or you know me better than a lot of people, then you should know my heart. So if somebody's speaking ill on my heart or my intentions or you know defaming my character, why does this person feel so comfortable to talk about me to you? Absolutely. First question. And let me listen. I, I'm sorry. And I and I it's so crazy. Like we've been so passionate talking about this, cutting each other off. I wanna say that I don't feel like I've always been the best friend to Stephanie that she has been to me. That's why I no, I, I, I feel like I haven't. Because at one point I've had to have conversations with her to let her know exactly how I feel. You need to be honest with your friends. Um first of all, if you guys don't know, now nah, you know. <laughs> um she is the godmother That's of my child. And I've had to have conversations and let her know, like, hey, I don't feel like you spend enough time with her. I want you to have a closer relationship with her. Or when things bother me, I tell her now. You know, your friends cannot read your mind. When something is going on with you, they don't know. That's why you have to reach out. And then once you tell somebody or show them how you want to be treated, it's all about how they respond the to that. The ball's in their court. Yeah, because I've already let you know what I need from you. And then once you don't give that to me, it's just yeah, like, no, it's no, just no. this. 
So it's just like a relationship. If I tell mm. you the things that bother me, and you do, and you do nothing to change your behavior or to change how I'm starting to feel, like this whole thing, it's kind of like a slap in the face. Like at, at the end is. of the day, I feel like respect is the biggest thing in relationships and friendships. Ooh, my foot's starting to fall asleep. I'm sorry. Not your foot. It's falling asleep. Foot, why do you think my foot up? <laughs> But my falling asleep. I'm hey, sorry, you know what? Y'all. My legs ain't as flexible. I used to be sitting in an uh, Indian style, baby. Them knees go out real fast. <laughs> I'm like, this guy. Them knees go out real fast. I'm shaking my head. Wait, the blood flowing. Flowing. Mm. Y'all like our setup, though? I know y'all really can't see it or like that. I don't know like how our I setup. Look. We put a lot of time and money into this. Hopefully, we look cute. Do not come for us in the comments. Listen, baby, my hair poofy. Because I'm not that safe I'm not that safe yet. Mm-hmm. You don't want this deep. I'm just playing. I'm really nice. No, but on some real stuff, like I feel like the whole purpose of our podcast, <coughs> and I know that we've gone on a tangent because we still trying to figure out our ways because we have so many thoughts and so many things that we want to talk about. The purpose of our podcast, like the vision of it, is to heal in the same process. Ooh. So while we're talking to each other and we're, you know, learning more about each other, because you can never learn your friend in one day. No, this is a journey that you have to decide and make a commitment with each other that I am committed to getting to know you. I am committed to figure out your church. I am committed to loving you. I'm committed to helping you grow and helping you heal while you help me heal. I am committed to watering your plant. Yes. Like you have to make commitments. So it's like we want this to be something where everybody has a safe space. You, you know, know what? I keep cutting her off. I really think that the episode should be called Watering Your Plant. Yeah. Like friendships and watering your plant. And what does that, that mean was to really you? Deep. What does that mean to you? Because intentional friendships is very is very much. And also, important. y'all got to get y'all some friends where you cannot keep on pouring into everybody else and they not pouring and into you. you. And that cup's still empty and you feeling drained and you right. always got a girlfriend that's always calling you, nagging, nagging, nagging. But the minute that you need a friend, there's nobody to call. You don't need people like that. You don't. You don't. Those are called, what do you call those? Um, when somebody just keep on sucking up your energy. A leech. A leech, a vampire, a vampire for a sure, leech. a vampire. When somebody just keep on sucking up all your energy, but they don't bring no value, no type of value. You don't pray for me. We don't travel together, but you always want to invite me somewhere and expect me to be there for you. And like she said, we're, we like, apologize ooh. for being on a tangent. About Girl, that goes into support with your friends. At least when I say, I'm sorry to cut you off, you just cut me off yeah. every time. They then they missed the moment of what I was about to say. I was about to give a word. That's okay though. We, we'll come we back to edit y'all. all this. Keep going. That's okay. You know we, we don't edit do this. this. We do this. But some of this, this is funny though. This is really us, just raw and unfiltered. Raw and unfiltered. If y'all we're don't not trying to. This is me. us behind the behind the camera as well. Okay. If y'all don't know this about me, I'm gonna just say it right now in the first <laughs> episode. I have a problem of over talking people because I get nervous and I'm shy. She do. I and she just try to get all of her thoughts out before she really, forgets it. I have really bad anxiety, and this is why I smoke. This, this is the truth. Like, truth be told. Truth be told, like, it helps me with my anxiety. You know, I have really bad anxiety based on things that I went through. You know, like, like she said previously, we're going to get to, you know, a little bit more deeper where our issues come from and stem from. Just because yeah. it's always a self-journey where you have to figure yourself out as well. Yeah. You know, just besides you learning your friend and the people that you care about in your life, you have to start learning yourself of what you need. 
when it's time to cut people off, when it's time to leave a situation alone, when it's time to absolutely grow and just keep moving because we can't stay still. Time never stays still. The only thing constant in life is death. Mm. It's the truth though. Like, and I don't try to be cynical. I want to kind of take y'all back though, because we kind of started to get there, but then we kind of like lost track with us, you know, talking and talking because this is the first um, episode, but we will eventually, as we record more episodes, be able to reveal to you guys exactly like who we are and where we're at. Um, I know you just mentioned that you had anxiety. That's something that we'll definitely uh, speak on. And if you guys struggle with anxiety, you guys can comment too. And we can definitely do like a part two to that and, you know, speak on that. Because I know it's a lot of people that are struggling with depression. So that brings me to the point of right now, I've been on a self journey where I've been getting closer to God right now. Like that's my current status. Uh, I've been withstanding and withholding from a lot of things. So that's why I'm trying to make sure that I be more intentional about my friendships, telling people I love them because you don't know when somebody's not going to be here tomorrow. So it's just super important to put that time in. Also, I've been putting in that work for myself right now. I guess that don't matter. I was going to say I'm not in a relationship. Girl, say it. Okay, I am not. Whatever's on your mind. Well, I haven't been in a relationship for four years. But I just wanted to say that it is okay to be alone because as you're alone, you really get to identify who you are. Sometimes relationships could take away from your self-identity. And by me being on this journey, getting closer to God, it's also just been helping me to reveal exactly who I am, what I am, and what I need from people. So this is how we got to this point. Stephanie kept on saying... We would have these deep conversations in the car. Let me just tell y'all. We always talk about That's probably like our worst time. Yeah. It's always in the car. Like, and this is how this started though. <laughs> because we would just be sitting in the car and we would be talking for hours and hours and hours. Listen, she going to have to hang up on me and get me to stop talking. So at that point, it's like, we'd be like, all right, I'm about to go. And never go. Two hours later. I'd be like. Four hours later. May oh, revival on the phone. Ma'am, I need to go to work in the morning. Like. We got a baby. We don't be caring. I don't. But um, <laughs> Stephanie brought up this point. Um, she mentioned it to me like two times when we were in the car. We were having really, really deep conversations. And she was like, I think we should start a podcast. To be honest with y'all, I knew I wanted to start a podcast. But I'm like, huh, start a podcast. Then we were talking again in the car. We had hung out one night and we were sitting in the car talking again. And she was like, man, we be having some really deep conversations. I really think that we should have a podcast. And it was like at that moment where I was like, you know what? I say, let's do it. I feel like the world really needs to hear our voice. I feel like this is a platform where we're growing, we're healing, we're being vulnerable with one another. And honestly, we are changing the narrative for black women and friendships and also being in business. This is a leap of faith. Ooh, this is a leap of faith. It took a lot to even just get to this moment to just prepare and sit in front of this camera and be vulnerable with you guys. So I definitely just want to make sure at the end of the day, the mission of this podcast is just to change the narrative of what friendship looks like and what black women in business looks like. Any woman in business, honestly, whatever your goals is, whatever it is, you know, like this can be done. Two women working together, it can be done. Sometimes women can be so catty towards each other yeah. and jealous. I don't want no friends that's jealous of me. I don't want nobody with secret animosity around me. Absolutely. Like if, if any moment you don't like me or you feel some type of way or bye. It, bye, like, I don't need that. I don't need to second guess my friendships if you really fuck with me or... <laughs> I, listen, hold up. 
people like that around me. And I feel like it's, it's like when I think about like our friendship and like everything that we've been through. You know what I mean? Like this girl so has, much. listen y'all, when me and my ex broke up, this, this is who I caught. Okay. Like. Ooh, and she was crying, listen, y'all. I'm sorry, listen. Put you on blast, friend. She was crying. If anybody who has That's ever right, had any encounter cry. with me or think they know me, <clears throat> no, I don't cry. She do not cry. I don't. You know, and I know that's not like a, I'm not that's not a bragging right. You know what I mean? That's just me feeling like I don't have the opportunity or space to fall apart. You know what I mean? Like mm. if you're always on the move, if you're always that go-to person or you have to be that strong person, when do you when does the strong person get to be the weak person? Mm. You know what I mean? Like when does that person get picked up? Mm. When does that person pieces get Maybe they cup get filled again. I'm you know what I mean? It's like you guys, like people, I feel like the biggest thing about friendships, I feel like a lot of people try to use history as a form of friendship. And history means nothing. Absolutely. Yes, we've been friends since we were 12, but that was a working journey. That was work every day to trying to maintain it. She moved to Chicago after yes, freshman year. That, that's what we meant to yeah. get on at the beginning of this. Like when we uh, started off with how we met, um, we met each other in seventh grade. We were yep. friends from seventh grade through ninth grade. So I mean, yeah, we were three. friends the whole entire time. Yeah, we like, were friends the entire time. School wise, we was in school from seventh to ninth grade. Yeah, we went to school together from right. seventh to ninth grade, and then I ended up moving to Chicago, which was fucking trash. But and still though, even when I moved to Chicago, <laughs> see that word intention comes back up. Stephanie was always intentional about me. We did first of all, let me tell y'all, like I oh, feel baby. so old. This is when MySpace was out. Still talking oh, to each other on, on MySpace. Wait, like MySpace? We used to have these little hot tiny little outfits. This is how I know Please really do not nice. Google us. Don't Google us. Y'all gonna see some throwbacks. This is how I know we was really friends. When you got them old Watch school ass photos us. with the fucking okay, y'all remember the band bandana style when we Which had bandana. Which the ones you used to talk No, remember the swag scars? Y'all oh, remember the swags? Yes! Hey, I still got them photos in my camera. Wow, no, they had suspensions like that too. We, no, we really thought I we was cute. cute. We really thought we was cute. Don't Google me. So, Please don't Google me. Back to like Please how we met. Don't so she moves to Chicago <laughs> after freshman year, which is fucking trash. But okay. It was, you know, under the circumstances, I understood. You know, we don't get to that we, too. Our friendship took like a really a really turn at that point and it was just because you know like as kids it was more easier and convenient when you go to school with your friends to maintain Absolutely. that friendship so it was pretty much like we had to force ourselves to make sure that we stayed in contact because i felt like this friendship was important that this person was placed in my life mm -hmm. for a reason yeah you know like you know how like you meet some people and you just like oh like she cool or whatever but you don't really know y'all you see yourself being friends for so long mm -hmm. you know yeah First of all, that's that starts in school. You always had like that one best friend that you be best friends with. Then the minute that y'all go to a new grade, sis act like she don't know you no more. Just weird energy, like, like so what happened? We didn't talk every day, obviously. Yeah, you know, we couldn't. We no, was on we two different time schedules and everything. Right. So it's like we talk like every couple months. I think trying to catch each other up over what's been going on. Now, mind you, that's not the same as spending like all that time with like each other. Time. Yep. Yeah, like it's not the same. I know that I went through stuff separately. She went through shit separately. And it's it's sad, you know, that we didn't get to do that with each other. But once she moved, once she once we graduated from high school, <laughs> she moved back to the city. And then it was just like first person to come pull up on me. Listen, baby. First person. 
if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Always been there. Like, and I made sure. I was like, you know what? No, we finna link back up. I was like, no, nah, this the one person who I met that ain't never switched up, who ain't never acted funny type shit. Like, I done had a lot of people, so-called quote-unquote friends, you know, high school shit is whatever. You know, you let that shit be bygones because we kids, you know? like Absolutely. We don't know no better. You know, but it, it is trial and error. You're still learning yourself. You're still trying to figure it exactly. out. Exactly. It's really hard to have, you know, to find out who your real friends are. But it goes a lot of people have childhood friends. Intentional friendships. Yeah, you have to be intentional. So that's why we made it this far because Stephanie has always been super intentional about me. When I stayed in Chicago, I dealt with a lot of flaky, flaky ass friendships. But I knew at the end of the day, like I always could say that she is solid. Like I said, we this friendship is not perfect. I am not perfect. We have definitely had our up and down moments, disagreements, and everything. But we always come back to each other and we be intentional and we have conversations about it. We hear each other out. We love each other through it. It's been moments where we, you know, had disagreements and then we won't talk to each other. But now as we're Girl. getting older, we, we have. We just be being honest. We're so stubborn. We're stubborn. Like, but, this is us sometimes. Like, but it's, it ain't, it's no cutting this off. And then think about it. Y'all like be giving, <laughs> you be giving these guys um, chances after chances. But, but not the minute, the minute your friend make you mad, you ready to cut her off. So once I got back here, like I said, she was really intentional about the friendship. Um, we put in a lot of work. We spent a lot of time together. And then I remember when I was pregnant, she literally was one of the first people to come to the hospital and bring me something for Nyla. First of all, before Nyla even got here, the baby shower, she went crazy. Oh she God. bought so many No, it was gifts. so much more I wanted to do. Man. It was just... But it was the love for me. Girl, it was always the love. She always, always, always been there. And since my daughter been here, I, I do... You know, I got to call you out. I definitely always want y'all to spend more time together. But when I say the love that she gives her, she's at every birthday party. She's helping. She's one of the last people to leave. Like, man, I really love you for that. I'm not trying to get emotional on no, this podcast. No, that's my baby. Like, that was my baby before my baby. Like, right? She, oh, man, she's always been there. She's always been there. She's never missed a birthday party. She's never not gotten her anything for Christmas. Like, the love that you show her, I really do appreciate and value that. So... But that it, goes down to the intentions. Like that was she appointed me to be her her daughter's godmother. That's, that's a, a huge big deal. That's huge. Like that's not something that you take that lightly. You, you know what I mean? That's why I be on her ass. And it's like it. I can just like what she said, I can sit here full of vulnerability and say that I have never always been the best friend to Deja. You know, just like she said, it was <laughs> things that I wish that I'd done differently. You know, especially when Nyla was first born. I wish I was there more and I try Don't say my name, honey. Just say my daughter's name. I'm just playing. Miss Missy. Most of all of you guys already know who we are. You know, friends and family. Nyla. I'm just joking. My baby. My baby, okay? My baby for my baby. And it's just like I I remember when Nyla was born. You know what I mean? In the position that I was in. Mm. And I wish that I was in a position where I could have done more or, you know, I wish I had a different mindset. But, you know, it goes into, like, you know, the stuff that we go through. But then again, like I said, I don't have an excuse and I have to take full accountability, you know, that that was on me. You know, like the things that I wanted to change, I could have changed them. So it's like all these excuses that people always try to give you or why they didn't do this or why they didn't do that. It's like at one point, when do you start holding people accountable for keep saying shit? So it's like I have to be intentional and say, like, you know what? I want to be a better godmom. I want to be a better friend to you. I'm in a different position physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. 
You know, like and financially. And financially. I'm in a huge, a totally different position where right. I can actually do more than what I could do back in the day. You know, because my mindset wasn't where it was. You know, just like she saw me, she's on the self healing journey, baby. If I tell you the shit that I've been through, y'all would be like, how the hell are you still here? How Girl, are we both still here? God, the stuff that we have been God. through. And it's kind of crazy. I won't say that we got no trauma bond because we don't. But we no. have bonded no. over. But we have bonded over trauma experiences. Yeah. I feel like that's one thing that has made us be, you know, super close to one another is because of the things that we have experienced. And you know, crying about it, talking about it, man. I hate crying. <laughs> I don't like crying, but honestly, it's okay to cry. It, it is okay to cry. You know Let me just say that I'm crying is very healing and therapeutic. Why you don't like crying? I never asked you that. Why I don't like crying? Yeah, that's a real ass question. I feel like truthfully, truthfully, truth be told, why do you not like crying? Truth be told, I don't like crying because to me it feel like a form of weakness. Where'd you get that from? What made you feel like that? Um, I couldn't be vulnerable like with my family. So like, if you cry, you know, they'd just be like, shut up, or you know, just toughen it up. You being dramatic. Did you get it? Don't really hurt. Did you get sermons? Like, oh, did they try to force like Christ down your throat? No. See, that um, was my experience. I mean, she. Everybody knows. If you don't know, my grandma raised me. So um, during shout the times, like, shout out to Nana. But just just growing up in general, um, I never really got to talk about my feelings. So if something affected me, I would just kind of hide my tears. Because to me, I felt like I always had to, like, stand strong and, you know, act like nothing was bothering me. And then if I do cry, it's like, oh, ain't nothing wrong with you. Like, you okay. And then, like you just said, you're being dramatic. Yeah. There was no sermon behind it at all. It was no opportunity to even really say how you feel. So to me, I would feel like, oh, crying is like a, a form of weakness. But now with me being a, a mother... I definitely encourage my daughter to express how she feels to me. When she cries, she I do not tell her there's nothing wrong. Let me tell you how intentional I am about making sure that I cater to my daughter's feelings. She will let you know you hurt my feelings. She's she, angry. She will tell she will tell me that. She will tell her dad that. Like you hurt my feelings. And I really take that into deep consideration. Um, that is so smart. She is so smart. But yeah. Uh, that's I my answer. I feel like I never asked that before. And it's like sometimes when you sit there and actually talk to your friends and actually have an open conversation, it opens up a lot of what if questions or why. Right. You know, and it goes back down to intentional friendships of trying to get to know this person, like actually get to know them or why they are the way that they are. What I was just they about go to say through. that, why they are the way that they are. So, so let me, me ask you that question. Oh, yeah, same same question. All right. So, because she don't like crying. I don't. I don't. So, this is what I'm going to say. I feel like it's hard for me to cry. Kind of similar in the sense of like, you know, I grew up in a very heavily devoted Christian family, you know, aka my mom. And I love my mom. Shout out to my mom. I wouldn't be here Shout without Shout out her. to Dorothy. Shout out to Dorothy. But me and her didn't always have the best relationship. So in my household, I have two older sisters. I'm the youngest. Um, Same mom, same dad. You know, they're still married. But my house was never... It was never a touchy-feeling house. So it was never where we were able to express ourselves. So in my household, we had different ways of how we expressed ourselves. So for me, <clears throat> and it's, it's so crazy. Like, when I talk about stuff now, I get so upset, you know. But during that time period, I used to write a lot. Or I listen to music. Or, to be honest, I used to do a lot of punching walls. 
That's just being honest. So you was angry. I was. I was a very angry child, and I don't think it ever. Nobody ever noticed it because no one ever took the time to get to know me. So it's like as much as people wanted to ask how you doing, it was the more the actual principle behind the question. Like, do you actually genuinely act? Like, are you genuinely asking me for real because you care, or are you just asking because it sounds nice? So for me, I never really took the time to cry. Like, and it's it sucks because it's like. I'm so emotional. Like, I'm a cancer, you guys. So, I'm Cancers a- are so emotional. <laughs> they so, are so emotional. Listen, I'm so sensitive, but I'm only sensitive about the people and the things that I care about. But why don't you cry? I don't cry you because, listen. just kind of like you said, it kind of gave me like a sense of vulnerability where I felt like it was like kind of like a sign of weakness and more so, like I said, whenever I did. And you had nobody to cry to. I didn't. It was like, when I had an issue, if I tried to go to like my mom or anything like that, it was more so it's like, she gave me the best advice that she can give me based on the shit that she went through as a child, which was look for Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was always the answer. Like, I could be freaking depressed or sad or some shit, and my mom would be like, oh, you need to go to church, you need to pray. I'd be like, mom, and this is why I feel like black mental health is such a big thing today is because we didn't have the resources to take care of our issues when we were children. So all that tra- traumatic events and everything just carried with us it grew with us it got older with us there was no outlet it wasn't we, the answer is always church. just go to church church and pray about it you need to read the bible you need to do and this. i still go to church till and this I, day I listen. but they don't teach you how to have a relationship with god and it don't it's teach just, you how to just, take you care just of yourself sitting there or how to take care of yourself mentally either. and then they'll tell you just go ahead and read your bible you never read the bible with me you never broke down these that's what i'm saying then, a lot of people, they'll be telling you what to do, these parents. Hypocrites. And they're out of, hypocrites. hypocrites. They're not even walking in their Hypocrites. Truth. This is why this is called the Truth Be Told podcast. Because we're going to tell the truth. Like, you're telling somebody to do, you know, do something that you're not doing. Listen. Mom, you need to do what you're preaching about. You do. And it's hard because it's like, as much as you want to. to see you taking care of your mental It's life. like you want to break down and you want to cry. And this is where your people come in. People like this, your friends. This is why you have those type of friends. This is why you can't call everybody your friend. Because if I tell her something, do I think that she about to go tell my business to somebody else? No. But if I tell an associate, it's possible. It's no. And listen, the main people you got to stay away from is the people who use that shit against you when they mad. Oh, yeah. Them low blows. And when people show you who they are, believe them. The moment that somebody do something like that to you, that's who they are. Okay. That's who they are. And a lot of times, I feel like people want friendships so bad that they just want to hold on to they people. Want, this is the whole thing. They want quantity over quality. Absolutely. And it should be always vice versa. I don't... Listen, i got two friends, you I have two best friends, two. two sisters, and I hold them to a very high standard. And I don't play about them. You know what I mean? Like, And they don't play about me. And that's how it's supposed to be. Don't. I don't. Like, I, I listen, I don't. So she, listen, I'm the friend that she'd be scared to introduce to her other friends. Because <laughs> she always surfing down like, I don't know, don't be mean. I'm not a mean person. She's not a mean person. <laughs> I think it's that she's just very overprotective of me. And like I said, as you guys heard me mention before, I am a social butterfly. So people are just naturally just drawn to me and my energy and just always want to be my friend. But I really had to learn that everybody is not your friend. My grandma used to tell me that. And it, it didn't make for sense to become right? an adult. Yes. She'd be like, everybody is not your friend. That's your associate. I'd be like, this is my friend. This is my sis. And she's always been there, though. Them same friends that I used to call my friend, she'd be asking me, well, what happened to this person? What happened with them? And I'm just like, 
Hey, wait. Do y'all know like when your best friend tell you about uh, their no. other friends? She be, be like, mad. She be jealous. Like, she be like, where is this friend at? I ain't seen the man. Oh, I be like, where's she at? Where is they at? I ain't never seen her. I ain't never met her. What have they done for you? What value do they bring? Are they funny? I, do listen, they know cute? She really be asking. When she tell me all about her so now, I don't even take her seriously. No so now my circle is very small. It is very limited. Very limited. Very you know what? I, limited. This one I'm going to say about y'all. This one I'm going to tell you about Deja. Deja's I don't such, part, She do. She do. I'm telling you this right now. because, I, And it's not because this is my best friend. I'm telling you because I, this is her heart for real. Like She would get her last to a fucking stranger. And it's like the shit that she has done for people that she would never get back or see back, reciprocate, anything. I want to go through a whole detailed <laughs> fucking list of the shit that this girl has done for people. Man, and I this whole thing, the thing that I love about DeAsia is I love the fact that she don't look for shit in return. When she do shit, it's generally because she wants to. So it's like when, when I see people or her so-called friends, you know, playing with her, like her misusing her or misabusing her or anything that's when i get defensive because it's like i know how good of a person you are and i know that person don't deserve you yeah you know regardless of that's intimately romantically emotionally spiritually they don't deserve it because she always praying for people she's always pouring into other people's cups and then we get we me and her have a conversation about being so exhausted and being so drained by our jobs by the people that's dependent on us and it's a lot you know, when you do a lot of shit by yourself, like, we always talk about getting into our soft girl era. I want to get in my soft girl mm -hmm. era real bad, y'all. Real bad. But what does that mean, though? Like, like this, to me, a soft girl era is just being unproblematic. Like, even when stuff be, you know, like when life be throwing lemons at you, yeah. you're making lemonade out of it. You're able to just walk in that. You're able to just be your true self. You're not feeling like you always have to be so defensive towards people. Defensive in your relationships. Like, a real soft girl era. And honestly, seriously, a real soft girl era is being happy. No matter what you have. Girl. Being happy when you got $2 in your bank account or $20,000 in your bank account. Really being happy with who you are and what you have. And let me tell you, right now I am finally getting to that point of my soft girl era. I am happy with what I have. And I know that God has so much more for me. And I want to say what I love about you. What I love about Stephanie is that she is so loyal. I love her loyalty. Bro. Like nobody can tell you nothing about another friend. Like she will have your back to the end of time. And she is always there. She always gives more of herself to other people than they give to her. I have seen the same thing with you when it comes to friendships. It don't matter if it's 5 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night. She's going to be there for you. She's going to be there for you. It don't matter. She always gives more to other people. So um, that's crazy that we both are givers like that. But that's why this friendship has such a mutual respect because we know that well, we, it take a lot, but we don't mind doing stuff for each other, and we don't expect anything out of return. Because it's like, even if I ain't got it, I ain't gonna tell you. You got something. it. Yeah. I ain't gonna say shit. I'm gonna do it anyway. Because I'm if I anything. told you I'm gonna do some shit, I'm gonna do it regardless if I got it or not. Man, like, and I do that for everybody. And I had to learn, though, honestly, you cannot do that for everybody. Everybody don't gotta, deserve all of you like that. That's Everybody do not deserve that. No. If you ain't talked to that girl in five years and she talking about coming to my baby shower or coming to my son's birthday party, I'm the type, like, literally, I'd be like, oh, they they must really like me. They want to hang out with me. I'm going to go pull up. I'm going to go show up. Me being loyal to somebody that I haven't talked to, that I haven't seen or anything, 
No, girl, that's your Achilles heel. I, I say that all the time. <laughs> Listen, and I can say that because I'm her friend and I love her so much, but like that's Deja's Achilles heel. Is Deja don't know how to say fucking no. I do not know how to say no. I don't. Baby, I'm not. I, that is something I'm baby, learning. I'll be quick as fuck. You know, hell to the fucking off. Because if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. So if when anybody ever think they ever finesse me out of doing some shit, whether, you know, if I gave them money because I fucked with them or whatever, mm-hmm. you finesse yourself out of a good person. You fumbled the bag. That was on you. Because my heart was bigger than oh, whatever. Bad, real my, bad. Listen, my <laughs> heart and what I bring to the table is 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 more. It's worth more than fucking ten dollars, twenty funky dollars, whatever the fuck it is. Because at the end of the day, I'm not questioning what people ask me for money. Like if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. And I feel like if somebody asks me for something, it's because I'm maybe your last resort. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on the fumbling me for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. People, listen. People fumble a lot of good people out of their lives. I have been fumbled like a no football. Bitch, I get you like a yellow like laffy taffy. Football. Bitch, the oh, yellow. I like the yellow kind. Banana, bitch. The banana. Y'all, I'm sorry. We gonna have y'all. <laughs> wait, wait, pause. The yellow ones be busting. What? The yellow ones. The yellow ones. The yellow ones. There's only ones at the end of the bag. The yellow ones. Eat those. The yellow ones, no, it's some green ones. No, the apple ones is the best ones. Apple ones is nasty. Y'all, this is a whole debate. Please let us know. Which one do you prefer? The yellow lavender taffy or the green one? I'm team yellow. I'm team green, bro. Don't know what a banana left. Don't nobody want no apple. Banana sour? I don't want no banana. It's almost like a lime. Nah, I'm I'm team yellow. (laughs) That's my man, and I'm going to stick beside him. But then again, I'm gonna just keep it 100. I'm allergic to banana draw, so that could be another reason why I don't like it. So that could be exactly. So you can't even discount it; it's automatically ruled out for you. But give me something else. What about what's your favorite fruity? Oh, that's a good question. Oh yeah, that is. I'm gonna say blue. Wait, blue. Wait, blue ain't a flavor, bitch. But just <laughs> <laughs> a color. Okay. But... Whatever. Hey, you ain't <laughs> technical for me. No, that's just like when people Blue get y'all talking about Kool-Aid and they like, hey, what's your favorite Kool-Aid? The real one. That's not a flavor. That's cherry fruit. It don't Lunch. matter. Ain't nobody gonna be that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I'm just saying. Please cut this out. I don't got no nasty. The booties. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you see? Wait, that was me and my stupid ass. This is my dumbass. Why do this? She don't know how to say no, and I'll be so quick. Now I'm gonna it tell you this straight up. Y'all teach me how to say no. Let me ask you guys how a question. How do you say no? How do you say no? No. <laughs> that wasn't loud enough. How do you say no? <clears throat> Fuck no. 
All right. Nah, ma'am. Nah, All right. buddy. <laughs> nah, folks. No, but okay. on some real stuff, like, things that my mom used to tell me back in the day when I was a kid never made sense until I got older. She used to tell me, out of sight, out of mind. And I say that about you, about friendships, because a lot of people's so-called friends is based on the outside out of mind where you and they face and they care about that. you they your sister this and the third they all they team you in your that. face but behind your back you guys haven't talked in months you guys are out of touch you guys are not updated in each other's lives you guys absolutely out of sight out of mind that person is not worried about you unless you in their face or some people just want to be your friends because it's convenient for them. They know that you're going to pull up. Or they, they know, know that you, you're going to be there. Or they, they know, know you a good vibe. You. They know, they that know that you're a good vibe. I'm always a good vibe. One thing I can say, anybody who is not my friend anymore, they cannot say that I've ever been no bad friend to them. I have always treated people good because I've been taught to treat people how you want to be treated. And I go above and beyond. Yeah, and I'm not super close with my family. So when I do I'm get friends, I'm not I treat my friends like my family you know what? so that's why it really hurts that's me why though bonded. yeah and that's why it really hurts me though when people hurt me because i treat my friendships like i would because you family. would never do them like that yeah i would never do you like that and it'd be so crazy how Weird people like energy. i said people that fumble me like a freaking football but that's okay though because every time people do you wrong god opened up a new door the block god opened up a new door First of all, let's talk about that. I always oh listen. wait i'm sorry and i just Ooh, have to ahead. say this my grandma also said this. Certain friends are literally are just there for a reason or a season. People have expirations. We be ignoring. Let them go. All those red flags and we Let be thinking go. it orange. No, baby. This person has reached their point in their life. They have fulfilled the purpose of what they needed to bring to your life. Whether that was bringing you out of your comfort zone, making you more sociable, making you try different things. Or hurting you so you can learn from it and Ooh. not to make that same mistake hurting again. Hurting you so much you got to let go. You have no hurting choice so to much that go. they didn't taught you how to forgive. Because forgiving is not for the other person. It's for you. The best closure to me is no, no closure, closure at all. That's the best closure for me. Could tell you know exactly how many times I just know. had to cut people off and there was no conversation of closure. No, I just no, had to let it go. No apology was And received. I also feel like that's a part of reaching your soft girl era too because things don't bother you anymore. It does not affect you. When people hurt you or do you wrong, you so into you and loving on yourself, again, because it's about self-love, yeah. that when people do you wrong, you don't even care. Like, it is what it is. And I know that I am touch, call, and anointed, and God is going to bless me. You're going to need me before I need you. All of those friends that we're talking about and people that have done us wrong, they have always spent the block and came back and needed me. Weirdos. And still, still forget. I won't forget. But then this is the weird part. People will come back into your life and still don't like you. Still don't like you. They just want to see if they can do it again. Like, people just, at one point in time, you got to realize when people actually genuinely care about you or they just want to have access to you. That's two different people things. Are so weird. A lot of people, what we hate to be honest about or actually accept is that a lot of people just want to have access to you. And that's whether a guy's trying to talk to you and he keep coming back and you keep talking to the same dude multiple, Girl, every oh. couple months. It's like, man, and everybody not supposed to have access to you. Stop thinking that they want you. And this, it's just easy access. That goes You're back easily accessible. It's telling right. yourself that I'm no longer going to give you access to me because Absolutely. you don't deserve it. I'm not even available. <laughs> you thought I was feeling you? A munch. A munch. Wait, I don't know how long we've been talking, but I feel like this has been really good. I kind of want to just shift a little bit. We can also do a part two. Please let. 
please let us know in the comments if you guys liked this episode. Um, what is it that you would like to know more about us? And if you guys want a part two about friendships and healing. And what else did I talk about? Oh, a part two to do. Uh, we can talk about in our next episode, childhood trauma. We can definitely touch on that. That's going to be really deep. That's going to be touching. That's going to be deep. That might not come until episode 100. Listen, y'all. Episode 100. I just told y'all still working episode on episode one, I'm not a crier. So if I cry, y'all know it's for real. She knows it's for real. And we love you guys. We don't even know y'all yet, but we love y'all. And our main goal, like I said, is we want to change the narrative of what black friendships look like for women. And being and, intentional. And being intentional in your friendships and also learning how to build a business. We are taking a leap of faith. We are really building a business together. We want this to, you know, grow bigger beyond what it is right now eventually our goal is to interview different uh people different celebrities um different people that are in business because we want to be able to share you know different experiences we definitely want to give you guys all of us and at the same time we want to get to know you guys as well so if we can help somebody that's all that you know that would just warm my heart if i could help somebody so i really hope that this message about friendship you know helped you today i really do so please feel free to send us an email send us a dm and get to know us follow us at truth be told podcast 313 313 <laughs> gang gang oh and just make sure this so in the comments this is what i'm gonna do i feel like at the end of every episode we want to give you something a challenge a task a homework assignment oh yes so i gotta do homework your assignment today is to ask or say what you need from out of your friendship to your friends. Do they know that you want more? Now we're going to have to change the name of the episode to the assignment. Did you understand the assignment? I'm just saying because the questions, I, the fact that Did I never asked the Asia why she never cries bothers me because I never even thought to ask that question. You know what I mean? I never thought to ask that either. So I, we learned something. <laughs> it's like, we, you know, we, we say this shit to, about each, ourselves to each other all the time. And we just kind of like, like, okay, no, I, I know you don't cry. Like, I get it. But I never actually try to dissect it. So with your years. friends, I want you guys to reach out to your friends. Let them know that you care about them. You love them. That you are there because you don't know if they're having a bad day. Sometimes your friends may not say anything at all. You don't know if they're on the verge of suicide, depression, grief, anything that they're going through. Yeah, because these jobs in adulthood is draining. It's draining. And two minutes of your time can help somebody get through the next Girl, 20 minutes yes. of their day. So just give people two minutes of your time and check in on your friends. Check in on your strong friends, too. Look, yeah. see, we're going to keep on going. See, we got a bad habit of talking. But I really love this. I thought I was going to be nervous. Let me ask you, how, do you, how did you feel? Let me just ask you that. Okay. So, as you can see, we're approaching the end. But how did you feel about this? Um. Oh, and another question. So, wait. So, this okay, is a two-parter. Okay, okay, how did you feel about this episode? That's your first question. Okay. And secondly, like I said, Stephanie is the one who initiated for us to start this podcast. Why did you want to start a podcast with me? Why um, me? So, that's what I'm going to say. I wanted to start a podcast is because I wanted to find somebody who was like-minded with me. The same goals that we ultimately want of changing our financial situations, you know. And it's ambitious. more than just, you know, for us. It's for our families, you know, for Absolutely. our, our for children. Our daughters. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? And it's like, how I feel today is like, yeah, I'm, I'm super nervous. I don't like to be on camera. I'm definitely one of those people that is better behind the camera. Like, I can mm -hmm. direct. I'm not, I'm not a face person. I'm not. 
you know, and that has something to do this with that's a that's a me. You know, that's yeah. a me thing. You I'm know, having to get out of my shell. You know, because I'm really shy. I'm so proud of you. People don't. I'm proud of thing. you. People never see that, but me, it's it's little it's little things like my anxiety when I when I start talking really fast. Yeah, that's my anxiety. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of panic attacks, so it's like I do a lot of things to try to simmer or calm myself down. You know, whether that's me counting to ten or you know just doing a little couple meditation. Like, do I feel excited? Yeah, I know that going forward we have to be a little bit more tailored to what we're talking about and staying on topic. Absolutely, <laughs> it's a learning experience, so please be patient with us. It's just we have a lot of stuff to talk about. It's like we me, do. if you guys ever hear the conversations that me and Deja have, you know. Whether we on the phone, they're FaceTime, so whatever, it's just like they're so authentic and so genuine. It's like it's sad that we didn't start recording us before because Sooner. you guys missed so, so many, so many gems that we we dropped with each other. You know about pouring into each yeah, other yeah. and letting people and letting each other know that it's okay that if you need to fall or you need to collapse, that I can pick you up. That I'm there to catch you. That's the one thing you got to make sure that you're intentional with your friendship, that you actually care about seeing that person win. You care about them spiritually, emotionally, where they're at. You know what I mean? Like, people have to understand, besides just financially and physically being somebody's friend, you have to be their friend spiritually. You guys, spirits need to align. You know what I mean? I'm out of that. I'm just saying, like, listen, these demonic spirits, guys, like, this is real. This gets attached to your soul. You don't want to have all these soul ties with just all these demons. No, I got my you own. Are anointed. The devil is going to try to attack you, you every time. And when you have a light on him, I mean a light on you, he's going to try to bring darkness into your life. He's going to try to bring people that are jealous of you, people that don't have good intentions about you. They're going to start off, you yeah. know, where you're thinking, oh, that's my friend. She really liked me or this person really want to be connected to me. There's a light on you and people will try to, you know, diminish that and they will really try to bring that out order. the worst in you. That but they order. still at the same time want to be your friend. So you definitely just have to be careful and mindful of who's around you and the type of spirits that you let in. Mm-hmm. That's why we really wanted to touch on, you know, friendship. This was super important to us because a lot of people do not know Talk how this. to be a friend listen you gotta be a good friend to get a good friend okay you do but everybody always talking about how they I'm, be and, a friend not, and they don't know how to be a friend and we're not talking about half-assing i'm not talking about a half-ass friend that check on you every couple and i'm not talking about the friend that just comes to one birthday party not even just a birthday party but every time there's something in celebration of you they always got something they always they got always got something, something to do excuse, right some excuse that part too. like but they want you to always be there for them Listen, and y'all. celebrate them, but they don't know how to Hold celebrate you. Your friends to a higher standard. Hold them accountable. You guys have to let them know that you guys, if they mean something to you, you need to know that it's reciprocated as well. That you value, they value you in their lives as well. It can't be one sided in a friendship. That is never going to work. It can't be one friend giving eighty and the other friend giving twenty. No, you guys need to meet and maintain meet each other and tell each other, "I am committed to this friendship." I agree. So I want you guys for your homework assignment. Reach out to your friends. Ask them what's bothering them. Ask them what's really going on. And I mean, for real, for real. Like, yeah. ask them why they don't cry. Or when's the last You know what? Ask them when's the last time they cried. Ask them when is the last time that they cried. That's a good question. Ask them when's the last time they cried. The and ask them cried? why they cried. Y'all want to know last time I cried? When? Yesterday. You did you? On FaceTime. Oh, you did. I was tearing up. You did. When's well, the last time I cried? When is the last time you cried? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. The That's last time you question. cried. I know. I felt like you was getting emotional you when know we what? had the conversation about the podcast. I'm going to say this. 
I cry a lot by myself. That's 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 what more so. I cry a lot more by myself than like in like behind closed doors. Ooh, them car cries, y'all. Don't be so. Oh no, baby. I, listen, them I cry. Listen, I work from home, you guys. I cry at my desk, baby. I, <laughs> baby, I be stressed. <laughs> like, and then I be having to wipe my tears off. You know how like people be in the mirror when they cry and they in the mirror. <laughs> that's how <laughs> I clean it up real quick. That's me at work. Like, I would literally cry after I get off a phone call with a member, and I'd just be like, I'm so damn tired and so, like, exhausted. Like, you just be feeling dry. And you just need to release it. It is okay to cry. Like we said earlier, and it it's okay, okay to cry. Not to whether you're okay. crying with your friend, whether you're crying in the car by yourself, it is okay to cry. It is. Crying does not make you weak. It does not make it you does. weak. That's something I had it's to It's a part of your healing as well. Yeah. It is a part of your healing. It is okay to cry. You know what? I learned about crying when I went to therapy. So I went to therapy a couple years ago and my therapist, you know, she told me that in order for me to start healing myself, I had to start being more vocal about how I felt. Exactly. You know, whether just like she said earlier in this podcast about feelings that you hurt my feelings, you that you made feelings. me feel some type of way, you know what I mean? So, and that was something that I feel like I had to take in consideration where it's like when people are doing you wrong, sometimes you do have to ask that question. It was like, well, did you tell this person that they did you wrong? Or did you tell them that this person, you know, mistreated you? Or do this person know that you feel this way? Yeah. Because closed mouths don't get fed. So if you feel any type of way towards any situation, what did you do to change it? What did you do to correct it? What did you do to better that situation? Or, you know, or at least discuss it. Because mm -hmm. at least if you came to a situation and you brought it to somebody's attention, your friend, and be like, hey, I got a problem with X, Y, Z. This is how I feel. This is what I need. And if that, per depending on how that person responds, tells you how they feel about you. If it always turns into an argument with your friend or that person just stops talking to you for a little bit or they just ghost you or go MIA or that, you know. Or when they make it about themselves. This moment yes. is not about you. It's about me. Why people always play victim? Please let this moment be about I, me. I this called, is not listen, your opportunity. I called you to tell you I'm sad and then you brought up a situation to say that you said. Hold on, bitch. Hold on. Like, we both can't be sad. We both can't be sad. And this moment is not about you. It's not about you. This it's is not an opportunity. Exactly. And I need you to hear me and see me and value what I'm saying. Listen to your friends. Like, listen to somebody and actually... A lot of people be hearing understand you, but they don't be listening. They don't. It's a different thing. They be hearing Listen, people. my mom used to say listening. that. Listen, that was another thing my mom used to say. Oh, you hear me, but are you listening? But are you listening? Baby, say that to my daughter all the time. I never understood that growing up. I used to be like, Mom, like, what are you I talking about? That means right. No, and no. I can hear you clearly. Like, yeah, I'm listening I'm not, to you. I, I, my ears clean. My off. ears is open. <laughs> yeah, you heard me, but are you listening? That means, listen, and that means a lot in your friendships. Your friends have to be able to hear you. Absolutely. Like Deidre said earlier, Closed mouths don't get fed. People can't read your mind. People don't know what you're going through. So if you said or somebody got you bit out of shape where it's bothering your peace. And you walking around feeling some type of way. I don't know that you're feeling that way because you didn't say nothing. Talk what? to your friends. And hold them accountable. Once you tell them how something made you feel. That's I don't like the way you did that. I don't like how you put me on blast at this party or said this in front of these type of people. You made me feel away. It is okay. And how they respond. Like we just said, their response is going to let you know. Action. Is that your friend or is that your friend? Simple as that. associate. So I wanted to kind of go ahead. Uh, get down to the end of this. I and I wanted to let you guys know, um, like, like she just said earlier, giving you guys some homework. Just 
If y'all don't do nothing else, please just make sure that you comment, that you share it, share it with your friends, repost us, because we are trying to build a community here and we really wanna just change the narrative. Like if we can help somebody, if we can motivate, at the end of the day, like we are not trying to be counselors and tell you what to do and how to do things. We're just talking about our experience and we definitely want this podcast to grow. Eventually we wanna um, interview celebrities. Some things that we are looking forward to, to you know, provide for you guys will definitely be some merch. And some resources. And some resources about your mental health, you know, getting you some help. Um, talking a lot about God and your healing. We definitely just want to make sure that we are a benefit to you guys. You guys are going to be a benefit to us because this is our new therapy. But all we ask is that you just share and repost this because we definitely want our brand to get bigger. And at the end of the day, we just want to help people. Yeah. Um, let me just ask you this. What also are you looking forward to or, you know, um, just, so, huh? like out of this podcast? Yeah, I was going to say out of this podcast and just uh, things that we have to do. Like I said, we are going to be dropping some merch. Yeah. So please be on the lookout for What's that. Michael Jackson on there? Anyway, that just threw me off. <laughs> I'm sorry. She said, like, why is Michael Jackson up there? I'm sorry, y'all. He, a butt. I was about to say, got a life. friend look like Michael Jackson. But what I want to get out of this is I'm still healing. That means that I'm not healed yet. I'm still healing. Mm-hmm. ING. Meaning that this is an ongoing process that I battle every day. So if I'm able to try to release some, you know, some thought process, you know, not build up all this pent up emotions and be able to talk to my homegirl and then talk to you guys, I think we can both help each other. You know, like just like you just say, yeah, we want to be able to eventually branch off and, you know, maybe get with celebrities and collab and stuff like that. But I also want to talk to you guys. I also want to interview you guys because you guys matter too. Exactly. It's not just about celebrities and about clout. Like it's about actually building some type of community safe for us. Yes. Like, Ooh, I really love that. Building a community <laughs> that's safe for us. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to take away from you. I just want to touch on that. Building a community that's safe for us. That is literally our main goal. I see a lot of podcasts where they just go straight into interviewing um, a lot of, you know, celebrities. Of course, we want to reach that yeah. status, but we also want to make sure that we bring it back home as well. Starting off with people that's local, you know, in our community that's actually putting in the work, you know, to heal and, you know, that that's actually helping. So whatever type of resources that we can provide, we want to be able to connect with you guys, um, help you with getting closer, you know, to God, help you with getting closer to your friend or your relationship. Yes. Pretty much all of the thoughts that's going on in your mind and things that you feel like you cannot say out loud, you'll that's feel comfortable to say it. That's why we're here. We're saying it. And what, whatever you guys are going through, please feel free to use us as a resource. We want to help you. We want to get connected to yeah. you. And ultimately, we just want our podcast and our brand to grow. So... Oh, if, with us. if you guys have topics or you have things oh, that you guys yes. want us to talk about, you know, on particular episodes, drop a comment, send us an email. It's going to be truth be told 313. No, truth be told podcast 313 <laughs> at gmail.com. You guys can email us. I'm going to drop it down in the inbox in the description. All of our hashtags and social media handles. You guys are going to have everything. And we do love you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us on our first episode. Bye guys. Bye guys. Sweet, I'm so tired of you. Every, every dog must have.